off the road. Well, you're listening to Eric Russo. And Heather Sisson, that has a slightly less happy feel, I guess. You're not appealing at all. So uh-huh. we, this is uh, probably our first podcast. It actually is our first podcast, probably. It definitely is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, we're, you know, why do you want to do this? Why are we here, and why are we wasting your time and ours? Well, I mean, what's the point of all this, Heather? What are we doing this for? Why? Well, maybe we should start with why it's called Off the Road. Why is it called Off the Road? Well, we, we're off, if you're here, then you're familiar with, with uh, One for the Road. Uh, that's the video series I put together last year, which films random events, things, and all sorts of whatever is around Rhode Island with uh, you know groups of friends and strangers and how we interact with them and get to know people and all my random day-to-day routines. This is based in Offshoot which is off the road, which is really kind of cool. I had to think. Heather's the one who really kind of came with it, so this is her baby. Yeah, I don't have a lot to talk about myself, so let's go back to you. (laughs) So, yeah, so we we decided, you know, we we, we butt our heads together and said, you know, well, let's let's do something a little different, a different medium. Let's, and, you know, Heather's always been interested in podcasts, and I've dabbled in it. I've listened to a few here or there, and, you know, and and I, obviously, I like to talk a lot. I yak, 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 and that's all I friggin' do. Yeah, we kind of hear it right now. Right? And everybody's listening to me, bah, 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 and I'm doing it right now. So, I figured, you know, let's have, this is kind of like a, I totally do that. I, like, slur my words, and I talk too fast. Well, okay, let me take this over for a minute. (laughs) 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 All right, so, off the road, the whole point of it is uh, creative visuals that find their, their way in life. And it, there's never really a set path or a set direction. The podcast wanted to help inspire people, maybe give them some hope or inspiration, motivation, to find what makes them them. And if they're creative or musical or any kind of talent like that, how to get the courage to take those final steps to find their path in life. Heather and myself are both trying to find our steps, just as much as everybody else listening to this. Uh, I mean, I, I play with one for the road. I, well, I'm also a graphic designer. I've been drawing since I was five years old, and I, you know, I, you know, did all my education. I bounced through different graphic design jobs. I still don't feel, you know, I'm I'm right where I want to be just yet. I, 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 I uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not unhappy, but I feel like I need to fulfill something in my, you know, I'm sorry, I do feel like I'm on the right path. But then again, off the road could just to bang it right. And I, I, I don't know, but I feel I'm on the right path lately, and I'm I've, I've surrounded myself with a lot of creative people, especially you, Heather. And uh, I got to give a mm-hmm. shout out to Ray out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ray? <laughs> Hi, yeah. uh, Ray DeFalco. He's uh, the bassist for uh, the local Island band Groove Axiom. He's out here giving us, you know, give, basically producing this for us. You know, handling the mixing and the miking and all the volumes. You know, he's definitely uh, going out of his way to help us out. And he, he himself, a very, he's very creative himself. He's a writer. He's an instrumentalist, multifaceted. He's a lyricist himself, and he's, uh, he just does just about everything. And I just talk a lot, don't I? My yeah, I'm God. just kind of listening over yeah, here. That's it's, it. <laughs> it's exhausting. But uh, no, I mean that's like I said, we just want to inspire people to you know try their best and keep going because definitely the road is not easy. And I've been that road many times. My uh, my parents moved uh, to Florida when I was 20 years old, and I had to make a decision. Uh, that's actually where I really met Ray. I was 20 years old, still going to school. I still had a uh, girlfriend at the time, and uh, I had really no desire to go to Florida. And I said, you know what, I'd, I'd rather stick it up here in Rhode Island. I mean, I just, I felt the need to. I felt that desire. And it definitely was not easy. I had a lot of ups and downs. There's nights where I was sleeping in my car. There's nights where I really questioned why did I stay up here in Rhode Island. And, but you know what? Over the years, it's been 20 years since my parents left. I, uh, I'm happy I made a decision. For better or for worse, I have, a, I have a beautiful daughter. 
and uh, I met some incredible people in my life. Some good, some bad, obviously, but they definitely veer you from the road or to the road or around the road. <laughs> you know, the road's going to be the biggest uh, metaphor for this show. I mean, it is, it, is, it is no set road for anything, like Heather explained. No, that's that's how I got for you so far, Heather. You go now. Nice. Um, I think it's also important to mention, not to be a jerk, no. but uh, Eric is uh, 10 years older than me, so yeah. we're talking about someone just entering their th uh, 40s, and then I'm just entering my 30s, and when we we'll have interviews in the future of um, people of all different ages, all different backgrounds, that can just bring a different point of view. The economy's different. Everyone grows up. Uh, in a completely different setting with different experiences. I think that's what we plan to accomplish with this is there's no set way to get to a certain place and there's really no wrong decisions. There's some decisions that make things more difficult, but they're not the wrong decisions for that person. Okay, so Eric Russo, yes. your name. Yes. How old are you? I'm 39 going out of 40 this year. Nice. Um, so, nice. <laughs> so you went to college, right? Yes. What did you go for? Where Stu in studio what? art was my uh, was right what I uh, concentrated on, and uh, as soon as I got out of college, it's very difficult to find a job in studio art. Where did you go to college? R Rhode Island College. Rhode Island College. Mm -hmm. So Rick. Rick, yes. For all you locals, it's Rick. Yeah. I guess. Uh, did you end up in what you thought you would be in? Similar. I mean, I, I mean, the, the, I I realized early on I needed to get in graphic design to make money. Uh, to, to, to survive. I mean, I, I would love to just sit in a dark room and paint stuff all day and, you know, dress up in black and, you know, pretend to, you know, like hipster things and wear combat boots. But that doesn't, that doesn't make money. So I, I, I wanted to have a family. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to have, buy a house. I wanted to have mm -hmm. all these things. And the only way to do that and at the time was to get into graphic design. And, and uh, uh, now it's more like finding your own happiness, right? You, you're heading more towards the freelance career, owning I, your own business. Yes, I believe so. Being an Entrepreneur. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I think it's more fulfilling. And it mm -hmm. took me a little time to get to that point where I realized that's what I really want. That's that's the thing too. I mean, it, it just takes a little while. I mean, you take little detours, and you know, I, I think, like I said before, I, I think I'm on the right path. What do you think was the hardest challenge to getting to where you are now? Uh, admitting I want to get back into it. Yeah. I, I spent ten years married, and I'll regret those ten years. Uh, I, like I said, I have a beautiful daughter out of it. Uh, but those ten years, I really didn't do much as creatively. In that sense, I did have a graphic design job. Yes, I I had a couple in that time, but I was basically doing what other you know companies required me to do. Yeah. That's what you do. That's, you're that's... kind of doing what people expected you exactly. to do. You went to school for art. Um, you leave with graphic design because that's mm -hmm. when it was at its height, when Cork and Corel and everything like that was around. Exactly. And then you did the American Dream. You settle down. You get married. Yeah, you get a and, house. And I don't regret those things. Uh, yeah. But you know. Events, but times are different. It's events definitely... happened. Uh, you know, just things didn't work out in that sense. Uh, and and you know, I had I, and you know, the the fallout was I I thought about things a little bit, and I, I need to get back to my roots a little bit. But, mm -hmm. you know, things I originally enjoyed in college. I mean, call them, seeing as I'm forty, you could say it's a midlife crisis. Who knows? Maybe it is. Yeah. The point is, I'm feeling more creative in the last few years versus you know. Do you think there was a specific event that triggered it where you wanted to do the podcast with me and you wanted to? Um, achieve all these different things like on your way to owning your own business is there anything that really like just pushed you to the limit where you woke up one day and was like I can't do this anymore I think I'm still dealing with that now just I don't want I don't want to have to work for somebody else I, want, I mm -hmm. like to I have my own dream, envision dreams I that I that I want to do and I, you know, I I said I'm doing it now you know, working for another company to you know you gotta pay the bills you gotta be realistic too you know you gotta live in reality but but I think uh, I'm just at the point now where I, I don't 
want to do what other people want me to. I want to, you know, I want to have my own, my own agenda. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my own set of things I want to do, and I, I'm so with, you know, it all kind of clicked with, uh, yeah. Well, actually, what we really started, I mean, yeah, if you didn't know that, I mean, I had gotten laid off last year from a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I did too. You did too. Yeah, from <laughs> same a long, job. It was supposed to be a long time career, which is fine. It didn't work yeah. out. Hey, that's that's life, you know. And then I started a second job, and then I re- I was immediately didn't want me, you know, mm-hmm. because of uh, you know, there's a that's obviously we should really get into this different kind of pay scales in Rhode Island as far as graphic design. Oh yeah. But we'll get that oh, later. Yeah. You go to that's a whole other you know, thing. I'm gonna, that's a whole other subject as far as how creativity gets creativity gets paid in Rhode Island. That's 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 a whole other thing. But. Either way, they, they, they felt I would made too much money at this particular company, so no hard feelings. But that did spark things. I was, you know, I was, you know, I was working. I said, you know, I need to do something. So that's where the whole, you know, the whole one for the road mm-hmm. kind of sparked. And, you know, somebody suggested, why don't you film what you do all day and make all these random yeah. things you do? And, yeah. So that's what kind of sparked that. And that just kind of like snowballed different things. And I met certain people in my life who kind of gave me more spirituality you know that's another subject but um you know kind of you know open my mind different things yeah and uh i've always been very appreciative and you know i I like to mention too um a reason why i really wanted to go forward with starting this podcast is um i would listen to the creative pep talk with andy j miller um for the last year and this guy got me out of the worst funk i've ever been in and he brings up a really good point that businesses nowadays in our time and age they all know they need artists. They all know that they need a creative touch to make their company stand out amongst the rest. And the problem is they don't know what to do with the artists. They know they need artists, but they don't know what to do with them. And I feel like that's going to be a struggle for the next 10 years for every person that enters any kind of creative field. I think another good idea is that, uh, you know, how did we meet? How we meet? Oh, Um, (laughs) that's a good story. Well, well, wait, let me give me some background because I, I ended up in a weird place. So I went to school at Pratt in uh, Utica for two years and then transferred to Brooklyn for two years. And I tried living in New York City um, over the summertime, but they pay minimum wage. It was incredibly expensive, and I was just surrounded by the worst people you could ever imagine. So one of my friends picked me up. They just said, hey, you want to come home? And I was like, yeah. And they picked me up from Brooklyn, and we drove home to Rhode Island. I didn't work for seven months, and then I started, I started my own house cleaning business. I worked at a factory, and then I waitressed 40 hours a week. Eric was one of my customers, and he well, would come with us. one of our regulars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After, uh, yeah. Just why so, come in or no? You, well, yeah. You, yeah you, perspective? you know what? You, you come in. Why were you in North Kingstown? I was on case now because I just got recently got divorced. You know, my daughter likes Chinese food. What can I say? You know, the, yeah. a five-year-old girl wants Chinese food. Mm-hmm. You got to find Chinese food. This this particular Chinese restaurant was, you know, literally maybe five minutes from my apartment. I just moved into. Uh, I went on a Friday night, and uh, my daughter loves crab rangoons and uh, shrimp fried know, rice. Shrimp fried rice, that's yep. her favorite. You know, with some with with uh, oyster sauce. Yep. Gotta have that oyster sauce. And I had to be your waitress because everyone thought you were kind of weird, a bit. I didn't know that part. Yeah, they were like, oh, the weird guy's here again. Heather, can you take this table? Or not really can you, like, take it. I'm the Um, weird guy. But, yeah, so he tipped well, so I dealt with it. I tipped well. (laughs) He gave a good tip. So, no, but, uh, so, you know, we had, I don't know how the conversation, you know, started. I really don't know. I just knew she was very friendly. I think talking I, about college or school or what you were interested in. I forgot. Or I maybe, think one day when I met you, I just had a, I, 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 hated, or I, I hated know. working at this place. 
I won't say why because you can't say where we shouldn't either. We, no, we know where I'm it not. Is, though. But anyways, <laughs> I really dislike this job a lot. And one day I ran into him. I was like, "Hey, I'm a graphic designer. Do you anyone know anyone hiring?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm the art director." Yeah. And, you want a job? And a story. That's what happened. Yeah, and, so and, then I left my and, job. And, and there's I, another funny you know, part of that story. She's, she's probably thought I was kidding. So I said, well, get, you, get me a resume. I, I went in there. I was, I was I didn't have my door that weekend. So I make a talk to her alone. I was like being very serious. But I couldn't find her. I don't want to be a creep either. Like, oh, is that a redheaded girl here? Yeah, I don't want to be like that guy. Because then I'd really be the weirdo. I didn't know they really, they really thought I was weird. Really? A little bit. Really? I mean, you were kind of loud and obnoxious. Anyway, I, I was just trying to, you know, I was, I was generally being sincere. I wanted to help this girl out. She yeah. seemed cool. I seemed like we clicked in that sense where the profession, I could work with this person, you know. And yeah. I didn't, you know, she mentioned she didn't really have a design job yet. She went to school for oh, it. Oh, I remember it too. It was the day Shirley Temple died. Because you were telling me how you guys all had Christ, Shirley Temples at yes. work. I remember that day. Yeah. At work, I, I had bought some uh, Sprite and Grenadine. Mm. I had some candles and I bought, I had a picture of uh, Shirley Temple on the wall. I go, Shirley Temple died. I'll be coming. I'm going to make you Shirley Temples. Let's go. So everybody came in. We had a little moment where we... And then yeah. you got Chinese food that night. Yes, and your daughter got a Shirley, Shirley Temple. Temple. Yeah. The good ship live pop was gone, man. That's yeah. it. And I was very bummed out about that. So I felt the need to make Shirley Temples for everybody in the yeah. building. You came in, you get a Shirley Temple. Yeah. And me, I was stuffing my face with pork fried rice. Yeah, right. At a Chinese restaurant. So I did go him. back there the week later. And she wasn't there. I'm like, oh, maybe she's, I don't know. I was concerned. I'm like, oh, whatever. And you told me you didn't have a design job yet. And, I, and the thing is, I'm willing to, like, train anybody. I, the thing is, if, you have, like, if you're hungry, if you have the drive, I will, sh I will teach everything I know to somebody. I truly will. If, you, if you're really enthusiastic, you really want to do anything, art, whatever, I'll show you whatever I, whatever I know. I yeah. always want to share knowledge with people. Whatever. I just, I just enjoy teaching or showing people things. I really do. As, a, as another side note, too, maybe I should mention, um, my major in college was children book illustration, but I did take graphic design as like associates. So uh, I did know some graphic design. I no, was just she, yeah, but she never had, very yeah, clueless with yeah, it. Yeah, no, she she absolutely she did. But um, I guess she was looking for a real like real first real design job out of college. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. And uh, I couldn't really call that job a real one. It was like it was like a slavery production job. But get to that later. Yeah. But um, that'll be a whole nother. So finally, I finally got her resume, and I, I hand her my people. I, I, I told her, it's my friend of mine. Give her a job. I, barely, I didn't even know this girl. I, her, I just, just give, this is a friend of mine, whatever. Some people don't like that. Some people I was involved with and didn't like the fact that she was good because uh, they didn't like females hanging out with me. That's, one, that's another story. Really quick, there's actually a story you don't know, too, on my interview day. Oh. Yeah, when I went, um, I was in a hurry because I was working my, my butt off because I have a lot of debt. Uh -huh. And I didn't know if they were going to hire me because I already had like 10 interviews before this where they're like, well, you have no experience, so we don't want to hire you. Yeah, you're a loser. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> on my way there, uh, I, all my friends are graphic designers and they all have really cute nails. And this is before I like did my nails. Nice nails, so, by the way. Yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, so I did my nails in the car and I got black nail polish everywhere because uh, it's me. I didn't me. know this. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. And, uh, so I, I got there, and we're about to talk to a woman. I had to hide my fingers the whole time because I didn't bring nail polish remover, and I smudged everything because I'm, I wasn't exactly the girly type back then. Yeah. And uh, I just remember. Still not. Nah, I just no, remember the right whole time up. going, all right, knuckles. just don't let them see my nails because they won't hire me as a graphic designer if I can't even do my own nails. Nah, yeah. just come back. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. Either way, I got her, got her a job, and I, I, I trained her in everything I knew. And within a few months, she figured out these, 
you know, large format printing machine. Giant machines that do printing all day. Die sublimation. Die sublimation. That's I guess another thing. Again, the only subject. The point is she 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 learned fast. She figured it out, and that, that's all I could say. I was very, I'm always been proud of her. Like oh, she just you know I I'm always. I wish I could say the same. No, yeah, nobody's always proud of me. No. But I've always, I always look forward to any time I get to work with her with some project or something. Like that, I love working with her, and I will. And I was just sad we don't work together as much as we, do, you know, as far as like, you know, we don't work together anymore. I think it's important to say too that um, that company went out of business for a series of unfortunate events, not caused by either of us. No, but, <laughs> no, that's um, And we were both transferred over to the competitor, and slowly they laid people off. I left because there were better opportunities that ended up being terrible. And now we're both in completely separate jobs that do the same exact thing, and they're competitors. We're constantly, I we're constantly yeah. like in a circle somehow. We're always uh, something. Our we're paths always... are always paralleling. Exactly, exactly. Um, so. And we're both in this spot where um, I think we want to do our own thing at this point. I, I like my job. I appreciate my job. But I'm not meant to be at a desk all day and have the 9 to 5 shift. I can't deal with it much longer. So if you're in that kind of spot right now, then this is definitely the podcast to listen for you. I'm I'm generally happy. I feel I mean I'm, I am afraid of a lot of things. I have fear. I mean this is going to work out. I don't know. I mean it's a lot of uh, uncertainty, mm -hmm. but I do. I feel good about things. You want to feel... know my biggest fear? What's that? Going to the diner and then Mondo, my boyfriend, will order. Uh, you have a boyfriend? <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. God. Uh, I'll order eggs and with no toast, and then my boyfriend's like, wait. I want the toast, and then I have to explain to the waitress, don't put my toast on my eggs because I'm allergic to it. And then what do they do? They put the toast on my eggs. That's my biggest fear in life. They f you. Oh, screw it up. <laughs> screw and that, up. Was, that was the point of the story was to get Eric to say the F-bomb. <laughs> when are you going to do a song selfies the, right the, now. Uh, Oh, the, 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 the lip syncing. Yeah, you do that one time. Yeah. I know, right? Well, I was thinking of different songs I could do. We did I Buddy Holly the other night. Somebody stole oh, that yeah. from you. Yeah, well, well. My friend Nick. That's okay. We can, all right. We can do There's more. plenty of bands. Heather did one. That's going to be released this weekend. All right. She did a song. Well, kind of. She, it's a lot. Yeah, you'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a B-side. Sometimes it's hard to be talkative with you around. It's like you suck in all the oxygen where I can't breathe. Ex-girlfriends tell oh. me that too. Oh. Ex-girlfriends tell me an vampire. So. What can I tell you? Uh, I'm sorry, right? I interrupted right. you. I, I do, I, I, the I thing is, that, guys, I interrupt saying. a lot. That's my biggest uh, fault I have. I interrupt people, and I've st I'll probably still continue to do that during a podcast. So. And I tend to go quiet because, I mean, it's like the golden rule says. You have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys hear me go well. a little quiet. Thanks for being polite, Heather. Yeah, I'm very patient, too. <laughs> Sorry. For those of you that don't know, so Eric has severe ADHD, ADD. That's not BDD. proven. That's never been medically proven. It's or it's friggin', oh, it's friggin' proven. Oh, oh um, you have Tourette's. You just said F. I have a speech impediment. Thank you for pointing that out, Mr. Sensitive. <laughs> and also, oh damn, go ahead. I have really bad OCD, which for any artist that makes a really great companion because it makes us organized when usually. A lot of us are so all over the place, we don't know what our names are. I'm the all over the place. Yeah. Out of the partnership, I'm the all over the place guy. I'm the spontaneous, random, like, ah, just do it. But then she's like, all right, all right. 
Let's get the list. Yeah. Let's get this. Do us right. And for all the podcasts, I, I have my journal. And I'm writing down questions. Let's, do Let's go. Come on. She doesn't. She's a shake yeah. once in a while, you know. If uh, <laughs> for anyone listening to our first podcast, is if there's specific things that you want to hear, a specific way that you feel like would benefit us, just leave bone? comments. Oh, what the? Uh, and then uh, just leave comments uh, and. You know, we'll look at them, and I'll really take it into account. Yeah, what she said. No, we, we definitely appreciate Again, I'll say yeah. it again. I appreciate And we're still accepting uh, benefits for Eric's Adderall. That would be great. <laughs> um, even Ritalin. Ritalin is great for him. <laughs> I love everybody here. I mean, everybody's is very supportive, and, and, and One for the Road is really starting to pick up. And I, What is One for the Road? I, like, I know you mentioned it earlier what that... It was, originally, it was just a whim. It was just some kind of experiment. Let's just, like, film whatever. And it's just, yeah. it seems to be growing. I mean, it's the first, like, like maybe 10, 12 videos I did was just that. Just kind of film or whatever. But it seemed to be... Now there's some linear... Even though they're random videos, just randomly things that happen in, mm -hmm. in our lives, you know, in particular, the people I hang out with, rather, interact with, there's a certain kind of like lineage to it. Just, it just seems like they all kind of come together. That's kind of what I like. It's all these random things just coming together. All these random events, five, ten second long little snippets of like either nice. people saying something, doing something. They all just kind of smash into each other. And, and for uh, really quick, for anyone that's not from Rhode Island, uh, so the podcast is called Off the Road, and his uh, his video is called One for the Road, and we spell it R H O D E. Yeah, for and you uh, Rhode Islanders. Yeah, it means Rhode Island. So, if anyone was wondering why it's spelled that way, punny. We're being very punny. Yeah. Pun. I didn't punny. exactly want that, but no, I that's mean, well, that's what's gonna sell. Yeah. Okay, it's witty, it's clever, it's punny. Also, how's, how's that worked out for you so, so far? So far, not bad. People like people show up, right? They 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 laugh. I get random compliments. I'm, you know, people hit me up for things. I can't complain. I'm happy. I mean, is it, is it like you know, you know, what kind of fame? It, it isn't like uh, Kanye West fame here yet, but you know, we're, we're gonna get there at some point. I hope not. We also have, uh, you know, we do a rodeoki thing, rodeoki, which is where people hop. What the heck is rodeoki? is what I call when people hop in my car and sing badly. It's called rodeoki. So, so. I thought that's what they called kidnapping. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the creepiest sentence I ever heard in my life. Yeah, do you give out candy too? Like Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, there's people. You know, I, you, you'll also see, um, you know, some other videos where we just we just randomly grab people, you know, our friends in cars, and uh, just, uh, and just kind of sing and whatever, you know, just do whatever badly. Not very well. I don't pretend to sing very well. No. There's moments I do care. I'll sing a bit, but I, it's just I, so I just fun. don't sing. That's not my thing. Mm. I don't sing, but I rhyme. But uh, on a dime. Either way, this is our this is our first podcast, and we're, we're gonna eventually eventually find our footing. You know where uh. You know what you know what our focus is, but our main goal is to you know, kind of give again creative people some inspiration and yeah. you know some direction and you know make them feel like wow this isn't just me it's these guys too you know. I think it helps too to um, vent about how we personally feel about a life of freelancing and trying different creative things and how people respond to them. I realize my voice is perfect for a podcast because I'm so monotone. You are very monotone. I'm just very, like, chill. And I feel like you are, like, if I grabbed a baby and shook it really hard and then, like. Right? That's me. Yeah, I'm totally that shaking talk. baby. Yeah, you're, like, I'm the result of shaking baby syndrome. You're, like, sweating syndrome. because you're talking. I, I'm so into it. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very immersed in this. I'm immersed. Yeah, it's it's stressing me out. Good. I Emerge want you to feel over stressed. There. I want to shake you up. That's you need to be shaken up nah. like a shaking baby. Yeah, that's what my father said, too. <laughs> I want to shake you. I want to shake you good. 
But either way, I'm going to say thank you to uh, Ray for giving us a hand right now. Yep, it's our uh, first little pilgrim one we're trying out. Uh, did we get a little, a little subject you want to get in? Like a little, is that, I mean, basically, what our point is? There anything else? Could you, uh, open a book me, there. Let, she has the book. She has a little notebook there. Go ahead. Uh, I think we even went to. Do you have erotic like, stories in there? Huh. Huh. No, really, do you? Well, maybe we should. Um, it's erotic story night. I, I feel like we covered everything. Like, I. Erotic we talked about. Like, erotic about, story podcast? Because we're all creative. What the heck? We should happened? do a. No? What's wrong with you? I be just, quiet. <laughs> be quiet for a minute. All right. Erotic so the stories. podcast. So we opened with um, now you know who we are. <laughs> unfortunately. Do you want? Would you want like to listen to the erotic story? You unfortunately know who we are. Yeah. And uh, you know why we're here. Yeah. We, why we want to do the podcast. You know a little bit about our backgrounds. Yeah. Um, maybe it would be a good idea to end with um one personal story from each of us. Oh boy. Not like I, I want to do more of a story of what really pushed you over the edge where you're like, I need to have my own voice. And this is a story of mine That's that was a huge turning point. And it's a mixture of what I wanted to do with my life, but also who I wanted to be. And it's the most saddest, ridiculous story you'll ever hear. My sophomore year of college, I lived in uh, Utica, New York, and I had no friends that year. I had a terrible relationship. I was... Yeah, I went to school being the bottom of my class the whole way through, never won awards, barely made it by. Well, I mean, I was known, but not for good things, not good things. But yeah, so one year on my birthday and my birthday is December 3rd and Eric's is December 4th. Yeah, by guys, the way. December 4th's my birthday. Woo. And uh, <laughs> so I'm working late in Utica at a computer lab. Shut up. Oh, shut up. Go ahead. So I'm working late at a computer lab on my birthday and there's a blizzard outside, and I have no friends. And I go yeah. to the I go to the mail room only to find out my mom sent me the largest birthday cake she could possibly find. And I didn't want to I didn't want anyone to see the cake, so I took my coat and I wrapped it around the birthday cake. And I walked like two blocks covering this birthday cake during a blizzard. And I was freezing and it was pathetic and I even left the cake in someone else's room because I didn't want anyone to know it was my birthday it's just h hilarious to me to look back at it and think like oh my god I was walking through the blizzard with a cake that was probably larger than half my body it, it was it just kind of put things in perspective of I have celiac disease and here I am carrying something that's incredibly toxic to me that I did eat a lot by the way and I, I felt like at that point, I wanted to be someone people could talk to. I wanted to ha be that person with a lot of friends. I wanted to be um, creative and I wanted to pe people to notice it. Like not necessarily be the best in the whole world and famous, but I wanted to do something that really helped other people and inspired them. And ever since I've almost obsessed over that idea. And in the last, uh, four years, and, and this was like seven or eight years ago, uh, but in the last like four years, I've definitely surrounded myself with really incredible people. Me, um, me, me. Yeah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we're starting a podcast. I have my graphic design career while I'm freelancing children books, and I have a great relationship. And um, there's really, I think the biggest uh, hurdle in my life now is just being a freelancer and being my own boss but that one story reminds me about how far i've come and how i've grown as a person and i feel more whole mine's a moment it's really more of a moment that happened about 
five, I'd say about three years ago. I was working at that place where we where we worked together. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's just yeah. gonna go the direction you think it's gonna go in. Uh, people unicorn. generally, I'm I'm very uh, engaging with people. That I'll never be ashamed of that. I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through ninth grade, and uh, there was a point where my father's got laid off from work, and you know we didn't have a lot of money to do Catholic school, and they were so afraid. You know, I'd be so sad not going to Catholic school, and I said, "No, Dad, don't don't stop it. I'll just go to public school. I don't care." Before that point, I was very bashful, shy. I wasn't very obnoxious or talkative like I am right now. I was just very, just like, I was a short kid in class. I was very awkward. And I just didn't really know how to communicate with people. I still don't, but that's a different story. So once I got to public school, I got more into the personality you're listening to right now. It's just gotten worse over the years. So it's just even louder and more obnoxious and more oh, yeah. outspoken. Yeah, yes. I can say definitely. So, um, but the point is, you know, for the last, people generally meet me. They think I'm very engaging. I'd like to speak to people and talk to people. And I just, I just, I, 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 I generally enjoy talking to people. It's like happy word vomit. It is. Huh. I just, I generally enjoy it. Um, but there's one moment I was going to that miserable place we used to work. Yeah. It's about five o'clock in the morning because you got to go there early. Yeah. I'd be the only guy to do anything right now. Gotta be, it's gonna be me. Um, and I was in a drive-through at Dunkin'. Maybe we should call it. You're going to DD. You're going to the D-D. the donut place that has the two D's and they're orange and yeah, pink. Exactly. Because you might get in trouble. Yeah, for I don't want to get in trouble for yeah. mentioning that that DD place. Yeah. So let's call the donut place double D. Double, like double, double D donuts. Let's go with double D's. Double so D's. give her the double D. So so I was pulling in five o'clock in the morning. I go to the drive thru. Yeah, you were pulling in. I was pulling in. All right. Yeah. I pull out occasionally. Yeah. Um and. <laughs> So, yeah, hello, welcome to D&D. Uh, how may I help you? Well, good morning, how are you? And people get shocked by that. I just, I say good morning with a bad. I'm sure there's more people like me. I'm not saying I'm unique or anything. I'm just very, like, good Oh, morning. yeah, people like you really cheered me up when I worked at D&D. I wasn't no, nice. no, go on with your story. It's uh, great. Shut up. I'm being nice. So, she goes, good morning, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, what, you know, Thank you. What can I get you? I, I, I got a, a I guess something you couldn't eat. Probably a coffee roll or something or a croissant mm-hmm. sandwich. Something with a lot of gluten in it that you can't eat. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably had two of those things. Okay. Just, just letting you know. It's like I my had birthday lots of gluten cake. that morning. I got yeah. a, a damn coffee from D&D. And it was pretty damn good. But anyway. <laughs> so D&D. I, damn good. Damn good. So I, I roll up to the uh, drive through window. It's a Jamaican lady. She goes, hello. Good morning. Just like that. Well, good morning. How are you? You're so happy. You you make me so happy. This so, almost sounds like Chinese. It's, but no, I don't know. I'm trying to do my best Jamaican voice. It yeah. sounds it's Chinese. Not, it's not Chinese. Yeah. Oh, you're so happy. Oh, you're so, so, you're so I don't happy. I like stereotype. I don't, I don't, yeah. Hello. Anyway, she's sounding Jamaican. I don't want to sound Jamaican. She's a woman. So we're in Jamaica. Yeah, she's sounding Jamaican. Anyways. Anyways. She goes, you're so happy. I go, I'm right. No, you make... You, you make people happy. Bring that happy to people. The way she said it, I broke in English like that. You bring happy to people. I go, thank yeah. you. I just, it made me like, all right. And make, you know, there's some things in my life I've, I've, I've done, I've made mistakes in my life. There's some things I've, I've felt I've, I've done some bad choices. But there's, you know, there's a path for me that I, I think I do generally bring happiness to people. I bring some sense of, I don't know, some warmth or something. I know I'm a cynical person. I know I'm obnoxious. I know I'm loud. I swear. But I, I like to believe I'm very genuine in that sense, though. Like, I'm, So do you feel like, as an artist, um, that you're better off almost being, like, a counselor to other artists rather than a freelancer? 
I'm so divided. I do enjoy my art. I do mm-hmm. enjoy my art. Um, but I do by like helping, mentoring, helping people somehow. So do you think you would put that first? I personally feel like you put. I it think first. I do. I, 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 there's some events. There's definitely some times in my life I have done that. Yeah. I definitely have. I feel like by um, you seeing other people succeed with your help, it brings more happiness to you than your own personal work. It does. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I, I, I enjoy it somehow. I don't know. I, I, I like helping people. And um, am I meant to do that? I don't know. Am I meant to just be, be in somebody's life for some reason? I don't know. Either long term, short term, for a moment. I, I don't know. Well, I, I can't get rid of you. I no, mean, no, you. No. Made one bad choice or uh, so, I'm, I'm and like then her- I end up I'm like herpes to you. I, I end up working at a Chinese restaurant. Can't shake the friggin' no fish. No, um, but I think that's my moment. Where I say, you know, I, 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 I it's, 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 there's definitely moments after that. That's the one I've always remembered. That lady yeah. says, "Bring you bring happy to people." I go, "All right, if you say so." Problem is, I don't believe it. Sometimes I, I, I I'm, I'm too hard on myself. I'm, I'm very. I just don't. I, I, all this confidence I, I exude to others. Sometimes I don't have it in myself. Like you know, my own personal. You know, I, um, uh, have you ever heard? So there's a speech that Neil Gaiman gave at a college, and I would listen to it over and over again. And one thing he says is. Um, if you don't have the confidence in something like, uh, like say we're doing a we're doing the podcast for the first time, right. and All something right. that gives me confidence is what he said, which is if you've never done it before, just pretend like you are someone who's done it before, and then you'll do it like they would. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, and I I feel the same way. Like the story about the cake. Like I've never been a social person. I've always been incredibly shy into myself. I've let people walk over me. I've ended up in abusive situations because I just had no self-worth. So this one moment in time just made me kind of wake up and go, I don't want to be this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be the opposite of what I am. And um, a lot of people have a hard time believing I was shy at any point in my life because I worked yeah, so you're, hard you're, you're to come out now. of mine. Oh, yeah. You got a mouth on you now. Oh, I do. Yeah, you do. You say some terrible things. But that, that mouth got me, like, a lot of really amazing friends. It got oh, me a lot of great opportunities. And oh, it got, good. Got me Mondo. Keep that mouth busy. Got me my little pineapple. I bet. My little, my love pineapple. Well, I think we've exhausted ourselves already. Yeah, I, I think, think that's a good. With, I think I'm done with you uh, Maybe we should have an ending. Like, what are we going to do, sing? No. We no, we're not singing. Uh, it's an awesome. All right, goodbye. We're sing no, some... no, no, I'm not no, now. no, 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 already... hey, no, nope, this is already, now. this is already over. All right, have a good night, everybody. Oh,